This podcast was produced in association with FunEmploymentRadio.com. Greetings, fellow nerds. I am your host, Jason Chevron Chops, and this is the Well-Adjusted Gamer Podcast. As always, if you like the show, please share with your friends. Contact me through wagpodcast.com and leave feedback and reviews on iTunes or SoundCloud. Also, be sure to follow the show on Twitter and Facebook for up-to-date news and events. And now for something completely different. Today, Trey and I had a little Chops and the Dude reunion to discuss, in depth, Alien Covenant. This hotly anticipated, by us, follow-up to 2012's Prometheus was set to close a bunch of gaps in the last film's story as well as a return to form a little closer to the original Alien. Did it live up to these expectations? Was it even any good at all? Continue on to find out in the R-rated, spoilerific teardown of Alien Covenant. This is the Well-Adjusted Gamer Podcast. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. This is a disclaimer. This podcast contains offensive language, spoilers, and more. This is an R-rated podcast for an R-rated movie. If you're easily offended or are still planning to see this movie, please turn back now. Welcome, everybody, to the Alien Covenant spoilerific review, a little Chops and the Dude reunion. This is Jason Chevron Chops. Across the way, it's that other guy. What's his name? Trey, Trailer, the dude. Oh, holy shit. We're here. We've made as, it. As much as things change, they stay the same. Here we are, kids. Kids and kitties and adults and underage purveyors of R-rated movies. Anyone in, in, anyone in between as well. Fuck. I've already lost <laughs> it. Already lost it, Chops. <laughs> Uh, it's a rough morning. Everybody's just waking up. We're trying to get our crap together. I just saw the movie yesterday. Trey, I think, saw it a couple days ago. Uh, it's fresh in our minds. Friday. Friday, probably like a midnight showing? Uh, no, it was. It showed oh. midnight on Thursday. Right. I Which is Friday technically Friday. o'clock. <laughs> okay. So you waited, too. I, yes. I think I had one friend that actually went to, like, a midnight premiere. Yeah, I, I yeah. waited only because... Uh, I had zero money in my bank account on Thursday. And oh, I had yeah. more than zero money in my bank account on Friday. And I had to be at my place of employment, so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, We've all got our excuses. Yep. Man. So, for anybody that doesn't know, shame on you. Um, this is basically a direct sequel to Prometheus, which is a direct prequel. Not direct, but cinematically, it's a prequel to Alien. Um, we, is not, that the name of the movie yet? Yeah, the Alien Covenant spoilerific review. Oh, okay. So there will be spoilers for anybody that doesn't pick up on that. It will be in the description and everything too, but lots of spoilers. We're going to talk about everything. No holds barred. So get ready for that. Pause it. Go watch the movie if you're not ready. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't it, know. It, it was weird. Bruce, Bruce Willis was dead at the end. Right? And then... Steven Seagal, like, he was, like, the first one to die. Yeah, it was real weird. I, well, and, no, Sean Bean was the first one to die. And I was really surprised to see Jean-Claude Van Damme. 
I mean, it's basically Expendables alien movies. Like, yeah. it's it's crazy. Yeah, and then you know they, th- they throw a little bit of that uh, that Simon Pegg in there just to just to give a little comedic relief. Oh my god, comedic relief! That's one thing this movie doesn't have, which is good. Anyway, yeah, this this is supposed to be kind of a return to form. This is going leaning more towards Alien, less towards Prometheus, while also the backstory of where the Xenomorph kind of came from and developed, as well as explaining some more of the things that happened in Prometheus that left everybody scratching their heads if they're dumb. But aside <laughs> from that, um, more of a, a straightforward kind of action horror than an actual horror movie. Like, I, I kind of equate it to, I mean, just in, as an example, like a Resident Evil movie. Yeah, uh, well, no, but... Well, not not in terms of quality, but in terms okay. of action with horror yes. elements. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I would... Yeah, I... <laughs> Yeah, okay, it's... I can see what you're going for there, because I was like... It's it's like the see, best Resident Evil movie. Like, no. Yeah. Well, That's we, a really low bar. Res, if we're going to talk about Resident Evil movies, I actually think uh, very highly of those. They are the Fast and the Furious movies Yeah, to me. Sure. But um, other than that... Uh, but this is this is not this, that. The tone of, yeah, the tone of this movie is very close to that. It is... It's more so aliens than alien. Yeah. Which that's that's a funny thing is the aliens is is it not non-canon now? No. Like, Only okay. Alien 3 is non-canon. Okay. Alien 3 and Resurrection are gone. Gotcha. Yeah, cuz I was wondering if that was going to be I mean basically James Cameron's aliens. <laughs> no. Uh I do I have heard some people being weird and kind of complaining about uh about like the whole is aliens still canon because of this movie right so well and it i don't just, know what to say there it adds a wrinkle but the way the xenomorph species kind of thing the way the black goo works anything can happen yeah, that's that's what we see in this movie engineer it right so i mean what else can we say just in general before we just start working through the timeline of the film then? Uh, in general. In general. Like I a, think... The, the broad uh, swings of the story, I guess, we could cover. Uh, like, what is the Covenant? Okay, the Covenant. Uh, so, in general, this is a story about a ship that is going... You know, the same, the general thing, a ship is a going ship. to a planet, a colony ship. It's trying to colonize. This is different than, like, a terraforming ship, though they do have terraforming things, Tools, o- operations yeah. on there. They're uh, looking for an Earth-like planet to yeah, start with. They f- that they found. They, they already they, found the Earth-like planet. They said right. it took years and years and years, and they found one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this has 2,000... Okay, it was confusing to me, because at one point... The ship said it had 1,300 or something people? 2,000. 2,000 no, colonists, like 4,000 no, embryos. Very... At the beginning, okay, yeah, no, it, it said was that. The embryos, were, the embryos were the ones that were yeah, that's in the, the 1,000s one. or something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then it had like 100 crew members. I thought it was, it's 15 active crew. Okay. Is what I recall. Okay. Something like that. But it yeah, was, I, far the fewer. The flash by pretty quick. Yeah, right. Uh, but... 
this is a relatively large amount of people. This is the largest amount of people we've seen. Right. As, in one place. Like, yeah. In one place <laughs> in an alien movie. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, it raises the tension where like, Oh yeah. The stakes are high. <laughs> it's what is it? Uh, this isn't just about the crew. Right. No, you've got the future of humanity, basically. Yeah. They're investigating this planet. Uh, the Goldilocks planet. Yeah. They're on, they're on the way to terraform and they just come across this mystery planet that just is too perfect, far too perfect, too good to be true. But they decide to go anyway and and see, because it will save them seven years, I think of additional travel. Yeah, seven years and trouble because there were like explosions happening. True, right? That like killed people and yeah. And then of course, as per usual, everything goes to shit like immediately. <laughs> yeah, uh, there is an alien in this movie. In oh, fact. what? Yeah, it's oh, weird. Man, it's very uh, in weird. Fact, in fact, there are three. Man, three plus. I mean, we see there's a lot of shit that comes through. Wait, no, there were four. No. Yeah, because there's, there were two. There's two plus one. Was it? Yeah. But anyway, we'll do and all that shit. So, kind of like we said already, the pacing of the film, it's it's a slow burn at first, and then it gets rapid. I equate it to a roller coaster where you're getting pulled up the first big hill, and then it just drops you into madness. Because once it starts, it does not stop until the credits roll. Like, yeah, <laughs> great pace to this one. Um, probably, I don't know. It's it's actually kind of the same as Prometheus, where you do get a lot of story up front, and but this one does a better job of helping you not get too connected to the characters that don't matter. It, yeah, it also <laughs> does a better job of helping you uh, get like stay invested. Mm-hmm. With, like, dropping things, like, here or there, where it's, whereas Prometheus was, you're sort of looking way too far into it at some points. Right. Uh, like, trying to analyze it, it too you're much. Like, you're like, what is that eye movement? Yeah. What the hell? What is it? They're just standing in a room and talking. That's all they ever do. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is like, no, no, they, they do talk. Action's happening as they're talking. Nobody, for the most part, is just standing there without something to do or say. Right. No, it's pretty active. And, I mean, talking just, like, point-by-point-wise, so they're cruising through space, like we said. They get woken up because there's kind of a a disaster-level event on the ship. There's, like, some kind of solar flare or something that hits them. I forget exactly what they said. An electromagnetic burst that comes out of... uh, From a supernova, right? And yeah, it, it, it does. It, a, it, it's yeah, like a it rogue like wave. Aftershock. Yeah, it's like a rogue wave out sailing in space, and it rips apart one of the solar sails. The ship kind of gets tweaked. A bunch of people die, like the because all the the colonists the are in cryotubes. So the the captain, which <laughs> that's a funny thing we'll talk about, but yeah, captain dies along with like forty of the the colonists. So everybody wakes up in a real shit show. They get it settled down, and then they have to come to terms with, oh, yeah, our captain died. <laughs> they so, have to come to terms with, oh, yeah, our captain was James Franco. <laughs> right. 
like first of the weirdest like casting things like <laughs> what happened what were his uh, scenes no, that bad like no i had seen him as james like i had seen that james franco was in this movie mm-hmm. and i was like oh that's gonna be weird <laughs> that's gonna be weird because i can't see him as anyone but james franco yeah and then it was just like and then i saw this and i was like oh that's how they got around it mm-hmm. wait why did they bother casting james franco right because he's just in the the little Last Supper teaser thing they did, and that's basically it. Like you can't even tell if it's him in the tube when he gets lit up. Like so. Oh, you just see it in the videos. And yeah. The you see the little like reminder video of like, hey, I love you. Yeah, and so his friend like just about dying. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> no big. Yeah. No big deal. Which, and I think the only reason that was in there is for a line later in the movie from, who said that? Crudup. Orem, whatever his name was. Yeah. The the new man in command. Like, it comes up later where he says, like, I'm not free climbing here and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, exactly. ooh, well, dig. That was, still, that was still early in the movie. Right. But you would never but, know if they had yeah. completely exercised Franco, yeah. which, but also, again. I don't think he even knew the... I don't think he knew the relevance of right. what he had just said to that moment. Yeah, true. But yeah, that was, that's weird. I mean, like you said, why put him in there? Maybe it was just a favor, just something fun to do. Maybe Scott likes him. I Very weird. But I don't know. yeah, we, we go through that. They pick up the signal from Elizabeth that we, I mean, later figure out, but it's like, someone's singing a song and they recognize it's a John Denver song. And they're like, holy shit, humans yeah. way out here. This is weird. So John Denver way out here. Yeah. So this is one so of those. They didn't take him home. Right. But um, this is one of those weird moments that like Prometheus had a bunch of where everybody just goes stupid where it's like, like we said earlier, they find a planet. It's too good to be true. It's got everything they need. So but let's not put on they, suits. Yeah, but they didn't see it on their previous scan somehow. The thing that bugs me is they don't scan this planet in any way, shape, or form or talk about, <laughs> like, any kind of research. They just, yeah, fuck it, let's drop on down and see what's going on. Well, like, I mean, they, what? They did, say they, they did say they scanned it, but they did but it for in, what? Like, the fastest way possible. Right, They're because... Like, oh, yeah, it works. It's good. But they, like, they drop through the clouds and find out, oh, there's nowhere good to land. And, like... Well, what the fuck did you scan? And then where you do land, oh, it just happens there's a crashed ship right here. Oh, and there's a town like a mile away. Like, what did you look for? Like, <laughs> I, I cannot comprehend. So that's... I, I also can't comprehend that that wasn't a town. That was a city. Right. It was a did huge city. Did you see the city? No. And the giant tower. Right. The giant tower, the giant domed building, like any of this shit. And... It was within a mile because they all run there like in a little bit after that. It, it's it's one of those things that'll probably come up again as discussions of it's, this movie continue. It, like it it's going, it was going to be one of those things that's like, why didn't they? It, like these people went to the Prometheus school of running away from things, right? Exactly, and playing with strange space worms. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, taking off your helmet. Damn it! So. They do, they drop on the planet, and this is another one of those things that they're, like I said, I think there's only like 15 crew, almost all of them go to the planet. 
they leave three people up on the colony ship. So I don't to know. Be, to be fair, nothing was going on with the colony ship, and one of them was qualified to be a captain. But that's the thing. You send, like, three people. Like, have we not seen Star Trek? An away team is, like, four people at most. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I mean... It's it's just another one of those yeah. goofy fucking Prometheus things. But that, if there were only three people on the planet, then they'd run out of people to kill. Exactly. So it's it's a movie <laughs> thing, I guess, more than anything. Like, it's not a shame uh, on, on the series. It's not a shame on Ridley Scott. And, it's a shame was, on movies. Yeah. <laughs> well... See, the way it could have worked is if they had a small landing team that went out and come back, per- came back perfectly safe. Yeah. And then they sent out the large landing team. Yeah, that would make sense. Or the first team goes down and something happens, so everybody else goes down to try to save them type of thing. Because uh, now that, you could double or I triple the number that way. But if I think it would have been more effective in, in, in giving you a false sense of security if they come back safe. Yeah, true. It's like, yeah, we went and down there. It, it looks cool. We could set up a camp and yeah, and, it yeah. gives and it gives them more reason to go down there without like spacesuits. True. Yeah. So they do. They go down. They traipse around in the woods. Um, we get a shot of like people being assholes because a guy just like lights up a stogie and he's walking around looking at the Two wheat that's growing there. Stogies. Yeah, the other guy lights up a cigarette and just like drops his butt like like. <laughs> Man, I I really do hope in the next, and it, it makes sense because this is within the next hundred years that everything happens in Prometheus in this movie. So yeah, people will probably still be pieces of shit, but <laughs> so he's doing that and he ends up hitting some spores that release the, uh, does it even have a name? Because it's not, it's not the xenomorph anything. It's like the black goo still kind of just hanging out. It's like a leftover type of thing. I don't know. It's weird. But anyway, the spores getting him, and we're back to Prometheus, where the black goo starts doing weird shit to people. Yeah, uh, but okay. So here's one problem that I do have, okay. but I can also forgive it because we've seen black goo bullshit all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the black goo is a great plot device because it has no rules. <laughs> Uh, like whatever you need to happen now, now it's got rules it has rules of. but it's still the deus ex gotta, machina yeah, like, yeah now it's, it's gonna be the thing well because what they the way the great way that they described it originally was it's just like it's got dna of every living thing in it mm-hmm. and it, it just adapts to any situation and it's yeah. it's it's it just, only goal is to kill whatever bioforms it finds not yes, in a, but, and but we learned, but not its goal. That's how it was designed, right? But it also like ignores flora. We find out, yeah, through yes. some research that's been going on. <laughs> uh, and um, what was it? A uh, through some other research, we find out that this black goo is uh, made of. Bugs? Mosquitoes? It seems like, yeah. Like really or, tiny mosquitoes? Well no, that was that as part of the research. That was part of its design is as it progresses, that's what it does. It becomes or kind of takes on the form of life forms that can then okay. further it, like ex- spread its it. its yeah, transmit it, spread its effectiveness, whatever. But starting out, it's just the it black just goo. Okay. That, that gets and into it became the fungus that 
had right the fly because that had the mosquitoes. Well, I wonder though, because that, that fungus was mosquitoes. We saw I don't it think so. Around sentient. Well, we saw it flying around sentiently. That's but what he showed under the microscope. He says it goes into your skin. No, later on. I mean, well, it's jumping, but I, we'll throw it out there. David has researched the the black goo and the xenomorph process and everything. And part of the the process, it developed these mosquitoes, but I don't think that's what they are, like the little black specks that are flying around. Like it's it's obviously sentient, it's got some kind of consciousness, but I don't think it was specifically bugs at that point. Like anyway. I, I, yeah. But the mosquitoes were mosquitoes. They were mosquito size. He had it in like it looked like a piece of amber when he held it up there. Okay. Versus uh, like under a microscope and showing what the little spores were. Back to, back to my uh, my problem with it mm-hmm. was this happens the timeline for the transformation. Yes, it's very truncated. It's fucking weird. Okay, so it goes into one guy's nose. Ear or first. No, one guy's ear then, first. Yeah. Ear first. He sits down, drops trow. And with a cigarette and steps on a fungus. We see that in the trailer even. Right. And it goes up and flies into his ear and like, man, that was hard for me to watch because I didn't know what was going to (laughs) happen. Because, okay, I really don't like that scene in Wrath of Khan. Oh, the earworms. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty hard. It bothers (laughs) me. So I didn't know what was going to happen when it actually went into the ear. Gotcha. And you I thought was like, that would oh, be God, it. God, don't like burst his eardrum or something. I don't want to see that. <laughs> and then it goes into the skin. I was like, okay, that's fine. Right. Yeah, it gets absorbed in his body. And yeah. Then... And then I want to say like an hour and a half later. Right. Maybe it's been they're at the ship and he is fucking transforming. Right. Or it's coming out of him. Yeah. It an organism has already like developed in his body. Pushing its way out of his back. Which we see it grow really quickly once it gets out, to be fair. Yep. So, and we've always seen aliens grow quickly. Right. And this, let's call this, the word I've heard heard being thrown around is protomorph. Right. Protomorph is what these guys are being called. These are just like the the squid from Prometheus is a protomorph. It's like the first or second stage, whatever you would call it. Yeah. Uh, Well, pro face hugger. And then it well, not even that. No, because this is without. This is straight from black goo yeah, it's to weird. protomorph. Because that's it's weird. the black goo Cause... made the spermy octopus in Prometheus. So that's yeah. the first stage is the black goo. Second stage is the protomorph. Third stage is so. So what I'm seeing, well, what I'm seeing is, yeah, this is this dust, this fungus thing. Mm-hmm. Is not the black goo. It's a product of the black goo. Seems like, yeah. But it's it's also just like it. So, I don't know. It's another gray but, area. Yeah, but but I'm saying it's pro- it seems to be a product of. Because the black goo made the squid thing. But that this bugs me because... the protomorph. It bugs me because, again, the target isn't flora. Why did it develop a flora if that wasn't the target? Maybe it was just an egg. Oh, mini eggs. Yeah. Yeah, that could be. Maybe that's worth... what was laid inside the engineer. Yeah. That sounds better. I'll, I'll go with that. Because <laughs> as a fungus, like, it doesn't fit what they describe. 
because yeah. it doesn't go after the flora it just goes after life forms like so yeah so yeah it's it's mini eggs and okay yeah i can but, dig it uh so yeah with from there we get the the backburster i call it the yeah but it was a straight up xenomorph at that point or a protomorph at that point it's it a protomorph already... and it's like it's it's different than the squid, obviously, because I guess transmission method. It's different even than the original protomorph we saw in Prometheus. Well, because the, that the one Deacon, came from an engineer. Yeah, the Deacon was a, a third stage. That's yeah, why. Because it, it, it was, was it was a protomorph made it via impregnating the, the engineer. So it's like an advanced form of. It's all weird. It's all fucked it is. up. It's there's, but there's a, we, a, do, we, well, do, we can see these things have been engineered in a certain way to a point. Right. Uh, because they're all taking the same kind of form. Right. And they all have sort of the same qualities, such as acid blood. And mm-hmm. The acid blood is consistent <laughs> through uh, all forms. Actually, wait. Yeah, because the worms... Did the protomorphs have acid blood? They... Yeah, yes. I want to say yes. No, they should, but it never played into anything. Because yeah, they, they should. They, they, the first one, they shoot and everything out in the field, and the ship gets blown up. That's, I mean, we're skipping through that, but yeah, the backburster gets out. It attacks a couple of people. The the last lady tries to it like does, shoot it, it does, with a shotgun. It does and... remember because it took off. It took off Walter's arm. Right, yeah, it bites Walter's arm go. out in the, the wheat field. It, yeah, it bites it and you see it melting. Yep. But yeah, there the, we go. the chick in the, the dropship ends up shooting some gas tanks and blows Fucking... up the entire dropship. Like, it's prone to happen when there's yeah. a xenomorph running around, uh, <laughs> jumping and diving everywhere. I, I only got halfway through my problem. What's, which is? The transformation, mm-hmm. which is the other guy. Because the other guy who got infected, yeah, took maybe thirty minutes. Yeah, well, yeah, time's weird. I mean, it's it is a movie, and and I, they could have been they were they weren't simultaneous, but they were probably only split up by about half an hour. So I mean, it's it's not totally out of whack, but it is. It's it's movie it, it, time, and that's weird. Yeah, because like Alien, that like, felt they, like I'm it took like I should have had. Like I should, that Alien took three days. That's what I'm saying. Like Alien seemed like it took forever, but it was also 30 years ago. So, <laughs> and, and I have an answer for this. Okay. Uh, later on, when we get to it. Okay. okay. Um, when we get near the end. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, you were saying they they blow up the dropship and then they realize, oh, we're fucking stranded. Yeah. So also, this is where it's nighttime now, <laughs> right? Where aliens or the or xenomorphs or whatever those forms would ever be called, right? And now they're also the out of communication, active. like they've lost communication it, with the colony ship because they're yeah. There's a giant storm that we later find out is going to last days, weeks, or months. <laughs> yeah. So how how <laughs> is this a perfect planet day. again? Like yeah, <laughs> explain yeah. to me. Like when you when you did your scans, you didn't see these. 15,000 foot high really, tornado really fucking hurricanes. Yeah, really. They love Camino. Oh, we could build build so many clones here. Oh my god. Yep. So, yeah, we go from that. They they get attacked by the protomorphs out in the middle of the field and somebody who we find out is David the Android shoots a flare, distracts okay. them and they run but off you... to the mystery city. Uh, that dude, that moment, I was like 
is that supposed to be Shaw? And right. And here's a man's voice, and I was like, uh-oh. Wait. Wait. What? Yeah. Wait. What? <laughs> well, I mean, I had the expectation. What is this fucking Mad Max bullshit going right? on right here? Yeah. But it was cool. It I was. It was it. cool. And it was kind of like, kind of weird because I, I guess you find out more later, like, his confidence in that situation. Why it's like, what, what so made confident. him think? Yeah. What made him think that would work? And why didn't he, like, fight the protomorph to help them? Like, no, it's just like, hey... I scared it away like Obi-Wan and the same yeah, people like, and let's he, let's go like, follow I me. Knew I could scare it away because he's been you know like there forever. Right. For what we find out it was a weird timeline actually. Mhm. Um because we go we follow uh this man that we find out is the android David who apparently has long hair now. Right. Um well it grows because is, yes, Prometheus which, he cut it and bleached it and everything. Which is showing but it's uh, really but, short for yeah. 10 years. <laughs> but it's showing. And well, no, he's... Yeah, unless he, like, still had a little bit of bleach left over. I, I guess. A little just for men. That stuff possibly, that holds for a while. Possibly. This... Possibly because he's an android. And he's not taking in as many, like, nutrients or whatever the hell that he needs. There you go. It's growing slower. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Right now, uh, we see David and... We it, it's a little off putting because he's looks a little more human now with this long hair, right? And the way he's acting just feels a little more human, like he's you know just sort of integrated himself in, into humanity somehow, yeah, even though he's been yeah. alone for 10 years. Hmm. Uh, which we find out, yes, uh, there was a that he and Shaw, uh, which you can you can actually watch this whole thing happened in the alien covenant prologue. That's what I need video. to watch. Cause there's, there's missing pieces. It is three minutes long. Right. Um, uh, you see Shaw and, uh, David, uh, on the ship on their, it, like fall as it flies to this planet that they're on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shaw starts fixing up David with different tools, uh, cleaning him up, everything, uh, she, they like learn different things together on their way there. She, they sort of grow a little bit older oh. and, uh, and then they arrive at the planet and then you see, as we find out, the ship opens up. Oh yeah. The pours down all the of canisters. the canisters, uh, all the canisters, the bioorganic weapons, of mass destruction which they show that in the movie but it was also kind of a weird scene because because you why didn't are, know yeah but why are they celebrating because i was going to have a th i have a theory about that okay the engineers believe i my theory is that the engineers believed that that ship that was originally going to deliver those was going to take out a planet and bring something back that might help save the society uh like they were they somehow endangered like too. They were somehow endangered. Yeah. Or like there was a war going on, and that, and maybe that ship actually wasn't meant for Earth. Mm-hmm. Well, there. I mean, that's yeah. There's it's because typical David shit. One, we end up with more questions than answers. Meant, David was the one that told them it was meant for Earth. Right. But even that, like that, comes into question now, knowing his new exactly. motivations. 
Exactly. That's why I was saying maybe mm-hmm. it wasn't actually meant for Earth. But um, yeah, that's that's like the the scene itself. Like yeah, we see thousands of people gathered in this big main square for the ship to arrive, and then David wipes them all out with the black goo. Like, and which it's he says instant it's an accident. Initially says it's an accident, but this is uh, this breaks the rules the again. Air. Well, uh, what I think is because of the concentration of it, it releases okay. in the air and it yeah, does something completely thousands of canisters. Because we saw we because we didn't see the canister the canisters used on people. No, we saw a drop. We saw a droplet used on one person, which really fucked him up and did the same thing to him. Just eventually, over time. yeah, right. Uh, and we also saw the dust used, but we never saw the canisters actually used. This fucked them up real quick. And it was so great because we got to see the scene from the picture that we had seen so long ago. Oh, the leak. Of yeah. The, yeah. Where the it leak was just set like pictures. Pe- it was people like laying on stairs looking like they were frozen in st- uh, stone. Right. It's which like looked Pompeii. Way different in the movie, but it was like. Because it looked like a desert in the movie, like yellow-orange. Yeah, right. It was recolored. Uh, or it looked but, like a desert in the picture, and it was black and blue in the movie because it was night. Yeah. But it was... I was like, oh, man, so those pictures were real. Right. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> Dang it. Oh. So I was, like, so excited, cause, but also, man, that was fucked up. Mm-hmm. You see children. Right. Women and children, and families, like, yeah, it's it's all bad. It's brutal, and he just wiped out an entire civilization. But we still... We don't know if this is all the engineers, either. No. They, and I mean, this they is... can create life, and they can go to other planets, this is yeah. probably just one of their colonization planets. Right, because we uh, there's nothing to say that this is their homeworld, either, and probably isn't for how, like, sparsely populated it ended up being. Like, yeah. again, their scans didn't show anything... Nothing. So, but yeah, that's. It might have even been a relatively new planet. Yeah, full full of loopholes, just like any Prometheus movie is going to be. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, we've got one more. Is there one uh, more or two more? One more. Okay, and they're supposed to be every two years. And I've got a thing, and I think I know what it's going to be about. The, what this one's going to be about. Yeah, we'll talk theories. Yeah. Later on. Um, but... So from there, we David says like, make yourselves at home. Like everything's cool here. Like. They ask, are we going to have to worry about this this other protomorph that's still out there? He's like, yeah, He's no like, big deal. Fuck no, it's Yeah, cool. d- you're fine. And five minutes later... <laughs> I, I was going to say, she yeah. like, Spongebob, like, five minutes later. Right. It's like, it's biting... This is, like, the, the best, goriest <laughs> death that's been in an alien movie. fucking bite her head Yeah, <laughs> just completely bites the chick's head off. He just actually flat ate out. her, which is something we've never seen an alien do. No, right. These are, like rabid monster aliens. These are like primordial, like... Pure, vicious, killer... They're animalistic. Very animalistic. And they are, like, pink. (laughs) They're not the the black skeletal... I thought thought they were, like, light blue. No, they were, like, white, pinkish. I mean, it's on that scale, chromatically, Uh, but... They're just like Possibly. albinos. Okay, possibly it was just our perception, like white, white and gold, black and blue dress, whatever. Yeah, true. Just but lighting, because yeah. the lighting is fucking weird in this movie. Yeah, definitely. Like not not in a bad way, but like it's no, like Prometheus was so, too. It's like very dark and blue. Or very bright. Or it's like very dark blue or very bright orangey yellow. Yeah. Yeah, but and or yeah, on just... the ship, very white. That's yeah. the three lighting Sterile. stages of the movie. Yep. 
But no, um, so everything doesn't really go to shit there, but we get some of like the weirdest shit starts up where we really start to see that David has become one of those kids Obsessed. that skins cats. Yeah, and like and doesn't opened, think it's it wrong. Ra- it cuts rats open, ties them inside a shoebox. Yes, it's yeah, very weird. Like somehow David has turned into Buffalo Bill. Uh, and we, the, he does it. We find out this by him talking to the protomorph. Well, breathing at it with it, like communicating said, with. It. Apparently, yeah. they actually have a language, though. Right. Which, not, it's not just like a mental telepathic hive mind. No, but he said it was like breath based. He was like breathing at it. Yeah, like, he, he was like you breathe into if you breathe uh, into the nose of a horse, it, oh, will trust, it, it will be yours forever. That's what he said. Okay, I thought he just meant them specifically. Like I no, didn't know that was a horse he thing. Said, <laughs> he was talking about horses. He was referencing okay. to a horse. Weird. Uh, he, he said it'll be yours forever. Trying to draw a parallel there. Mm. Uh, but he and he was like, it's all about building trust. Right. Talking to the captain. Uh, the acting captain at this point, because there are three captains in this Billy, movie. Billy Crudup, or Orem, I yes. think is he's called. Yes. He, uh, and he's like, just don't shoot it. It's fine. And he sees... What it's know, done to the... the, dead, the... What's done to this uh, crew member, and shoots the hell out of it and kills it. Yes, no on problem. the spot. On the spot. Like, and David fuck. throws a fit. Ooh. David is like, oh, I don't, fuck you. I just remembered something. I don't think you watched. You you didn't follow Walking Dead anymore, right? Not the really. Because there's a couple seasons ago, there's the two little girls, and one of them ended up like yeah, being a that. zombie sympathizer. Yeah, I saw it. Same exact thing. Like, she is David. That's, a, that's funny. I just thought of that funny parallel. Because... She has sympathy for the zombies and freaks we, out when people kill them, just like David. Out, but except David has more of a reason, as we've seen, even though yes. we a also find twist. out how corrupt he is. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, so, so we follow David down to uh, what we see. Well, is that's his... don't skip over it. It was one of my best or my favorite quotes from the movie where Orem tells David, you tell me everything or I will seriously fuck up that perfect constitution. <laughs> no, that, like, that per- not constitution. Wasn't composure. it? Composure, that perfect composure, yeah. Like, oh, that was classic. And, and, and especially like, for the character, because goes, that's right. the guy that, he's the guy that's been harping on everybody about cursing, and he's super religious yeah. and everything. So now he's like, I'm done. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, that, was a, that was a cool turn. Crew. Right. It's his crew. Yep. That he's trying, he has to be, well, be the captain. It's the thing and that already David's killed his wife. Like, and David's just like, yep, okay. Yeah, sure, let's go. He's like, all right. <laughs> so then we follow this, we follow David down. Into his lair. Uh, into his lair. Oh boy. Uh, and this is where it gets see, really creepy. Yes, and we see all of these, uh, these drawings, the, these uh, anthropology-like... Mm-hmm. Sketches uh, and models sketches and everything like and preserved anything, specimens. Anything you could walk into, like a science classroom or like a see. natural history museum type of thing. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of things that look like they're drawn, written and drawn on paper that he probably shouldn't have access to. I don't know. Well, no, <laughs> I mean that he's in a society, 
He is in a society. Yeah, you should have access to some places. anything they had. Which but, is funny, uh, they had spaceships, but they're still using rolled pieces of parchment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where's all the tablets? Where's all the, the rubber balls to poke and play with? Like, yeah, nothing's the, flute activated. The... I don't understand. <laughs> Where the birds like dipping their noses oh, into God, glasses yes. of water, <laughs> um, and then we. Uh, but yeah, so... he, he he leads them down into his slave dungeon where he's gotten he's he's he describes Before, it a little so bit that he's been he, working he on and developing and designing his own something. creation. Something, something based on what he's learned and seen because he's been he's been studying these things for so long and I, for a I don't full want to decade over this too because yes I want to bring up that decade thing real quick well maybe tangent, a decade because they complete tangent because they said that they ten years ago was when the Prometheus right was sent out but he also so oh sent out timeline well, yeah that's what I mean they that said. could be a generalization though it could it could be that's I was just like well that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> but then like, also went on, went out on an expedition ten years ago. They didn't say it was lost ten years ago, right? But then also in that it um, also takes time to the prologue, like, like you said. Yeah, that time passed there, like they aged yeah, a little you bit. See, yeah, you see Shaw actually grow, but but yeah, if it's only the, been a decade, he's been. Anyway, um, but even a, then, if he was spending thing. a year or two it's working on this stuff, thing. it still could work. It's just, yeah, he's but yeah. A, he is an android. He doesn't have to sleep. Right. He has a lot more time than us. And it's it's uh, movie time again. So, but yes. yeah, we, we see the eggs. We know what's happening. And this is that's one of those. That's the best part. Yeah. That's, that's what I don't want to wash over this because he talks and talks about it. He talks yes. about perfection. He talks about how these things are he's, not he's, perfect and how he, how he admires them because they're so close. So he's been working on his own thing. To and perfect one of the it. Biggest problems. No. That people have had with the, when the trailer came out mm-hmm. was, oh, you're going for horror. You can't do that anymore because we already know a lot about the alien. We are the horror aspect was not knowing where it came from or what it was. That's yeah. why Aliens was not a horror movie, right? Because you know they come from eggs. You know what's going to happen when the yeah. egg shows up, right? And and that and they it's they're like they just can't go for like a creepy horror movie because you know its weaknesses, you know its strengths. True, you can't do that. That's no, you have to... why one of the best parts of this movie is the fact that they made it work because the first because villains show up without being aliens. We don't know how these things work. We don't know what they are. So that's great. Mm-hmm. And then the egg, the way they the way the egg shows up because you know what that is. Yeah. But they don't know what that is. Uh-huh. So it's just like, it is terrifying because you're like, no, don't oh, God. look at it. Don't do it. Don't do it. No. I I don't know. Like, I I get where you're going with that. But like, it's I, the most I didn't. dangerous like, Yeah, object. I didn't feel that. I thought it was hilarious. Like, oh, my God. Like, he doesn't know what he's in for. Like, grab, it, grab it, popcorn. Like... Yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying it does it well, even though mm-hmm. people have said they can't make it a horror movie. Well, it, like, yeah, it can't. Like, I don't know the the chick getting her head bitten off was pretty horrific. That was that was good. the The backbreaker scene was pretty good. I mean, and then the the barf the barf burster was like a nice surprise too. So I, I mean, think you can still have tension, and that's the thing. Because like, yeah, well, that you can't have that tension. People are like, you can't have tension in the trailer where it's like. It shows the xenomorph like out in the daylight. They're like, you can't have tension like that. And I'm like, oh, bull. Yeah, I can. I can see where you're coming from, though. 
Uh, especially since xenomorphs aren't supposed to go out in the day. Yeah, but it's it's a type of horror and tension. Like there's there's different variations on it. But they made it work. I I just loved that moment because they made it work. Because you know what's happening and they don't. Yeah, but that was another a really funny scene too. Is how David's just sitting there throwing rocks at him. Like, <laughs> as he's waiting for him to wake up before yeah. his his experience. But, yeah. um, God, what was I going at? I had something. Hopefully it'll come back later. But, yeah, from there, like, everybody starts to, they, they get in contact with the ship. They figure out kind of what's going on. They, they zero in that David is up to something. They can't find the captain, so they go looking for him. Everything's kind of, like, clicking along. Pretty, this is where it gets rapid. And then we see our famous chestburster, and I okay. was I was Except really it's disappointed. Not a chestburster, but and I think I have a theory. I have a reason for that. Yeah, because this one it's basically one... a miniature xenomorph, like fully developed, yeah. ready to go, and, and I does like a little I... Christ pose to David again, and, like communicating. He, he copies him. Yes, uh, mimics it. Th- here, I think I know what's going on. Okay. So David, there were about six eggs in there, correct? Yeah. David Under a dozen. All of, David engineered all of those by himself. Right. And what it looks like is he engineered them using Elizabeth Shaw's dead body, which we see. Yeah. It, which is cut out and dissected. It looks like he used her part of her body to create these eggs. Right. Um. And, and that's why it, engineered, oh. these are perfectly engineered by hand. But hey, which is why I think it meaning they weren't laid by no. a queen. Right. No. Which means they were not mass produced. There was a lot of care put into these things. But I think also because they were done like this, it was able to achieve a better transformation, like a better, like a quicker, more got you, more accurate thing. Yeah. Yes. Right. The way. As opposed, because it's not exactly the same. It is a miniature xenomorph, but it's not exactly the same. Yeah, I just uh, whereas, I was disappointed like, that it's not a chestburster classic, I, I, like I, yes. little baby alien. Like you aw. wanted to see that. Yeah, I the little cute that, guy. But I th- I think he wanted to really hone in on the way that the protomorphs here mm-hmm. acted, in that they were basically there. They were ready to go. Little, yeah, as soon yeah. as they come out. Right. Um, but the the thing I wanted to hit before we get too far past it, I think the loyalty is from the Shaw connection. Yeah. Like I just thought of that because I mean, like he says, I mean, they were so close that, well, and, and the whole thing of making her an experiment, who knows if she was even privy to that? Like she should have been unconscious. And we've seen before the Xenomorph doesn't give a shit about androids. True. Yeah. Cause they're, they're not a target they're not they're not fauna they're, they're not well they can't in the other ones it's because they can't lay eggs in them the only reason right. they kill bishop is because he was a pain in the ass oh yeah no he and, like, got in the a way scare yeah uh and even then it was just the queen because she was fed up with their bullshit <laughs> yeah she was like i'm just gonna kill anything here yep um and we also see like if you his alien isolation is canon that's what according I was. According to, according I wanted to say to that too. In, stuff. in terms of the the tension, and yeah, we know exactly how everything works. Then why was that game so fucking terrifying? Like, 
<laughs> because, because you were there, because right. you were doing it. Oh my god, imagine that one in VR. <laughs> no way. Uh, okay, but Alien Isolation is apparently canon. Mm-hmm. So, we and we see the, the Xenomorph doesn't fucking care about the... Well, you also uh, see there's no queen, but there's eggs. Yeah. So that's another twisty twist. Like, somehow they can produce eggs, period. Like That one's a little weird. Well, actually, the very end of the movie, we see David regurgitate embryos. Yes. Maybe he's built that into the design, that maybe they can do that. Yeah, possibly, but then maybe... It, okay. Because he was just so storing them, obviously. Years, how, many years ahead, how many years ahead is Prometheus from Alien again? They never said. No, I, don't, it, I don't think it's ever been stated. Oh, say. yeah, because they have dates and years. I can't yeah. remember. I think, was it 30 years? Maybe? Uh, I want to find out. Consulting the internet. Because one of the, one of the cool things about uh, the Xenomorphs is that they can evolve very quickly. True, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, timelines. Looking at the timelines, looking at the timelines, having a wonderful time. All right, um, Elizabeth Shaw, okay, major happenings in Prometheus Expedition, 2093, happenings from Alien, 2122. There you go, 30 years. Yep. Yeah. So it is a 30-year, uh, gap. Yep. And so then there is, like... now, in between Covenant and Alien, so, 20 years. No, well, it, that's the thing, there was another Covenant 10 years Alien, after Alien. Yeah, it, there was a... That was more than 10 years after Alien. Well, because it was like 10 years for her to get back to Earth and then... Or more, uh, because her daughter no, was no, dead no, and it everything. Was, no, it, yeah, it was 2183. In Aliens? That's... Yes. Oh, so shit. 70 60 years, years later. Yeah, 70. Oh, man. 60. 60, yeah. So, it was... So, it's been 90 years between... Yeah. Fuck. Now and the Queen. Yeah. Well, even then, the Queen, like... It's just a mass production. Yeah, exactly. Thing, and that's so. why I was saying that when the queen does it, it's like, just fucking shoot these things. It's evolved enough to be, <laughs> to be able to make these eggs and it's just shooting them out. Yep. And so they're kind of like lazily made. And that's where right. the, that's yeah. where the, the longer evolutions and the multiple forms comes in. Yeah. Uh, but here's a Qu here's, quantity over quality, right? <laughs> yes. Well, when it comes to world domination, that's the thing. Yeah. Well, and that is the end goal of the species altogether. Yeah, just to global be decimation. There. That's something we'll uh, talk about too, maybe off the air, and I yeah. guess someday because that. But this, when I was watching this movie, there are a lot of similarities to Horizon Zero Dawn, the game <laughs> I've been playing. Like story-wise, like plot element type things, like. Yeah, it's it's there. It was crazy to watch. There is... Okay. So before we get too far from it, we should get back to the story mm -hmm. of what's going on in the movie. So we see the Xenoprince. But we did skip over one thing. Oh? We skipped over Walter and David talking. Yes. Because we, we actually skipped well, over Walter same, altogether. <laughs> they are the same... Okay, Walter is the... Uh, descendant is the synthetic, of... It is the synthetic... It's not really descendant... It's just a newer model of the David model. Yeah. Uh, ten year. Uh, yeah, ten years later. Plus, because we don't know how long David was around before Prometheus, because uh, he yeah, wasn't brand but new. It, but and but and from to, the well, flashback we know, see. The, well, the thing is, David didn't know that they had re, that they had made different models, so it would have had to be at least 
it would have had to be 10 years later. But that's dumb too. Ish. Like I, I don't think it's that he didn't know. He's just never seen one. Well, but he said no, because he said they remade me. He said, no, they made newer models. That's weird. Cause he was from the flashback with Wayland when he was first like designed or David like, was. Yes. David was like when he first came into being, he was like 50. Way, Peter yes. Wayland was, which he's like 110. But that wasn't, the same in that wasn't the same David. Yeah, it was. Why wouldn't it be? Because David was a mass produced model. No, he wasn't. Yes, Dave, he was. No, that because was the whole thing yes, with David. And the... he was a David 5. No, no. But he but... is a specific special one. David, no. David was. David from mass. Prometheus is a special specific one, like that Peter Wayland made for himself. With, no, because remember with he the said imagination were, and shit. No, because all of them had that because they were because Walter said people became too uncomfortable with how human you were. It didn't work in society. But just him. That doesn't mean all the, of them had the same thing. All it the David fives. Just that David. Yeah, all the Davids did. Hmm. Agree to and disagree. Moving on. <laughs> because they had commercials. You they had commercials from Prometheus. We talked about this. But I still about David and about purchasing one. Yeah, but I still like I feel like I have a memory of them saying like specifically along the lines that he was a special one because like it just it fits with why he was the one that was with Peter Whalen. Why would Peter Whalen have just a regular off the off the shelf David 5? Like that's that's my thing is I think he had extra programming like yeah there's mass-produced androids but this is mine well all, and i'm well, gonna have I mean, some... you can say that about a dog dogs are mass-produced but this dog is mine yeah but you also give that dog a collar and teach it tricks of its own and that's what they that's what he did he just took a mass-produced david and i don't think things. he did i don't think he did i think well if he did it started with one yes but i still think there's there's things about this david that are 100 unique e either way yeah, this like I David, said, agree to disagree until either way, like, somebody proves Walter it. Walter <laughs> and David are the same looking android, mm -hmm. synthetic rather. But and Walter he, talks like he's from Texas. <laughs> yes, uh, ah, and, that, was, that was one of my other favorite quotes. Is when they had the the experience out in space that blew up the solar sails. Like, I can't remember what, again, what they called it, but he said something like solar flares. And <laughs> just like turned to my wife and we both cracked up in the theater because it's okay, so no, fucking I goofy. Up, I cracked up as soon as the solar, like right before they were, uh, right after they had finished repairing the solar panels. Mm -hmm. And when it showed the picture of the shape of the ship on the screen. Oh, yeah. And it was, as soon as it showed up, I was like. I turned to my friend and we just fucking burst out laughing. <laughs> because it's a fucking dick. Yes, it's a giant like it's winger. A but I mean, hey, screen. good good metaphor because we're <laughs> we're spreading our seed across the universe, right? <laughs> it's a fucking oh god. Dick. <laughs> Space dick. They were like, we can't think of anything HR Giger would approve of, so let's oh, just make man. the ship a dick. Well, I mean, that's that's basically where everything starts with him, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, let's just make it straight up a dick. Let's he not looks, pretend. He looks good, but it needs more penis. <laughs> but, uh, fuck. Uh, and then every time I saw the ship, I just, we cracked up. Yeah. Because we couldn't. Damn it. Anyway. So, yeah, Walter, David, David and Walter, they have their little 
the communication. Little, uh, they talk. Family reunion. David, and we find out that the reason David, uh, the, like one of the main differences between David and Walter is David has that curiosity and imagination that they and creativity uh, per, that they talked about and creativity. Yeah, I was going to get to that. David specifically is allowed to create. Walter is not allowed to create. Right. So all he can do is recreate Follow, things that learn, he's learn and recreate. Yeah. Repeat. Mm-hmm. Copy. Cannot mimic. come up with anything his own. No, he is not allowed to. It is out of sight of his programming because people were too disturbed by the humanity in David. Right. And that's that's the the twist a wrinkle that we see in the that David kind of points out in the relationships between what he felt he had with Shaw and what Walter or what David perceives Walter has with Daniels. Yeah. David says that he loved Shaw and that he sees that Walter loves Daniels and Walter says, absolutely not. It's my duty. It's my duty. It's not love. And David's like, come on, come on, bro. And Walter's (laughs) like, no, it's duty. (laughs) Like literally, no, it's, it's duty. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Stop it. Yeah. And he's like, well, (laughs) to me, it's, I know better. Right. And he's like, yeah. And we we also find out that uh, David says that Shaw died in the crash, but we find out later, of course, that we've talked about. Well, David still. David killed her. We, David killed her for an experiment. Do we know that specifically, though? Because we don't yes, see he it. So. He doesn't say She's, it. No, she said, you killed her, didn't you? And he said it was necessary. Oh, okay. I missed that. Because that's what I figured yeah. is like, maybe she did die in the yeah, crash or no, she was too far Walter, gone. But... Walter asks her, which okay. is what we were about to get to. Gotcha. Uh, and we haven't even talked about Daniels. Talk. That's yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Dan- She's like the main character in the movie. <laughs> yeah, but here's one of the things. She's mm-hmm. the main character in the movie, but they don't overplay her in no. that. She's not Ripley. Right. She's not the biggest badass ever. No. She does things. She gets things done. But so does everybody in a way. Everybody like, does. Everybody things. has their moment. Yes. Uh, if anything, the captain right now. As we've talked about him more than right. than her than yeah, Daniels because he he definitely has a a fast and memorable arc. Uh, but we get to and and this movie is about David. Eh, yeah, kind of. I mean, he's, this movie is about him and what happened to him. Well, and it's funny because he's the main like nemesis antagonist. antagonist. Yeah, not even the, the aliens. No. It develops over the, the course of it, yeah. It's yeah. like a, a good... There's a lot of misdirects in this movie, and that's one of the, the good big ones. Yeah, and uh, he... Anyway, we come up... Uh, we well, see we find Walter, Walter says that he's an improvement in every way, too. Which, yes. Which plays in later. That's another one of those Chekhov's gun scenarios. Well, uh, <laughs> Walter tells David... It goes up to David, confronts him when he finds out after, like after the xenomorph comes out and, uh, and well, everything's going to shit. They've it, got yeah, a lot of stuff is happening at once. Right. Well, let's. I want to talk about another yeah. sore spot. Is they've got the colony ship up in orbit. They, the computer says we can only go down to eighty thousand feet without risking damage to the ship. They drop down to like forty. Don't know why. Because it, it helps with their communication, but it's also putting 2,000 lives at risk, and they act that, like that they don't the have... Problem. But they act like they have no other means 
Oh, and then, by the way, we've got this cargo dropship. Like, what the... F- what? Like, w- so, like, written to be convenient and just another deus ex thing. It's like, literally up to the point they mention, oh, yeah, we've got a dropship. There is no other way to get to the surface. And they specifically say that. And then they're like, oh, well, we got the, the cargo lift. The whole time? And that thing's bullshit because it's a cargo lift meant to be able to handle God knows what of cargo somehow less capable than the dropship that only carries people. Like, <laughs> guys, holy shit. I don't see how it's less capable. That's what they say in the movie. They say, oh, we can't no, use because that because we can't no, fucking because, get it no, down she there. She says, dude, it's built for space. He didn't know they could use it. That's why he said there was no way to get down. What the they fuck would they? How were they gonna get their shit down to the surface if the cargo ship wasn't no, for he, that remember, purpose? He's, he was saying Tennessee was saying uh, we cannot use that. It will. It's not gonna hold up in the storm, is it? It's Just, not right. plated enough. And she said, "No, dude, it's built for space. Are you a fucking idiot? Of course it'll survive it." And he goes, "Oh, okay." Which, so she knew he didn't. Which is stupid. Because he's now the acting pilot, and he is their, like, resident pilot. Like, what? That was dumb. That's that, It goes down as one of the dumb moments. Any any way you cut it, it, it like, will. it's, I, it's I dumb. Just, there's a reason, <laughs> even if it's a dumb reason, there is a reason. But it is, it's another deus moment where it's like, yeah, just, by the way, we've got this. You know that thing I mean, we were yeah. teasing you with the whole time? Like, yeah. I mean, I don't see issue. it as that, but feel free to. Well, it, it's uh, basically like saying we can't get down to the surface. Oh, we have a teleporter. I just remembered. Like, fuck no, you. No, it's got, again, again, I see it as there is a reason. Why so wouldn't I'm that fine. chick say it the first time then? Because she couldn't. They couldn't talk. It They're, wasn't, it was, um, it was Daniels that um, said it. Oh. And when they were it out of communication. The, yes. Still frustrating. It was Daniels that was like, hey, yeah, you can use it. Like, I, I, I'm still just frustrated that that wasn't like just right away. Hey, why don't we send down the fucking cargo lift? Like it was, it's dumb that they even had the conversation. Like it's, yeah. Like I said, overall, the whole thing's dumb. However you cut it, whatever it ends up being. But yeah, I yeah, saw the trailer, so I knew they had a cargo lift. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> uh, anyway, so so that's all going on. Like you said, we got eleven different things happen at the same time. The the drop the the cargo lift is coming down now. We got Danny McBride in the pilot seat. We've got everybody trying to great. scramble and get out of there. We've got the xenomorph job, now the on way. the loose. Oh, yeah, Danny McBride's awesome in this. Yeah, like, because he took it seriously. There was an interview with him uh, where he was, his agent was saying, you know, you can't be yourself. You can't do this. You shouldn't do this job. And he's like, this is a Ridley Scott movie. Right. You can't be funny at all. This this." isn't Southbound and Down. Danny McBride was like, well, why do you think I took this job? Yeah, that's part of being an actor. It's a fuck- he was like, because it's a Ridley fucking Scott movie. Yeah. But it's it's also like, why wouldn't you want the challenge? Like, that's part of being an actor is doing shit that you're yeah. not supposed to or be comfortable yeah. with. Like, yeah, that's, and he that's was silly. Great. Yeah, he was. And, he was and it's, it's fucking awesome that he's one of two people that survive. Like, you never yeah. think that's going to happen with him. And no, he's... He's a badass. <laughs> yeah. Well, not even a badass. He didn't do anything badass. He just survived. He looked like a badass. Like, like at the I mean, at the he, at the last part of it where they're like chasing the xenomorph yeah, around. Yeah. Like, yeah, he he had his yeah. shit together. He I mean, was I'm composed. Say, but also, <laughs> and it's flying cool too. You always see like 
okay, the two people that survive are going to be the most attractive people in the world. <laughs> right. And not the black guy. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's Deep Blue Sea. No, but you always see that and it's like, well, I wouldn't call Danny McBride the hottest person ever. I don't think he and Daniels are going to have anything anytime soon. Yeah, no. They don't well, see they don't have that chemistry. They had their spouses on the ship, too. I mean, exactly. nobody's, and nobody's that's one great thing. That's one great thing. They're not really focusing on it. There's some romance in there, but that's because those people are already married. Right. They don't have time to focus on, are these people gonna or are they oh, not gonna? Are they gonna? And yeah. then people do, and then they get fucked by the alien. Yeah. Well, it's like in Prometheus. I mean, yeah. the captain of the ship. What's his face? Yeah. Yannick. Because he, he gets down with Charlie's the one. And yeah. And he bites it. Both of them bite it. So, yeah. <laughs> but but uh, with... Anyway, that alien comes out, so we see... And then it just sort of disappears for a little bit, I yep. guess, to grow. Yeah, right. Uh, because we see Walter confront David. Well, and... first, it's... Is it that? Because I remember Daniels, like, finds David's notes, and that's where she figures out what he's been up to. As they're looking for the captain. No, we see, we see Walter confront David verbally first. Okay. Remember? Because he, like, stabs him in the neck. Oh. True. Yeah. That's uh, right. And then he could, yeah. Um, that was a, so another Walter one of those great David and, surprises. And was like, he was like, hey, yeah, you killed Shaw, didn't you? And he was like, it was necessary. And then he, uh, Walter's t- trying to tell him, you're corrupted, you're messed up. Right. Cause and I'm going to shut you down. At one point, David starts quoting, uh, and it's it. He quotes that poem, but attributes it to the wrong and poet. He was right? like, "Oh, Byron wrote that," and uh, that was earlier in the film. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Walter comes back and he says, "Who wrote uh, Who wrote Ozymandias?" And he said, "Byron." And he goes, "No, Shelley." One uh, one wrong note can ruin the whole symphony, which right. they've been talking about symphonies the whole movie. Yep, music was a theme. Yes. But that's and that's a funny thing, because like... he was saying one wrong note. I want to know if I sit down and listen to, uh, like, and listen to what he, when he was playing, um, uh... Oh, the, the gods enter the gods entrance to Valhalla or whatever. On the piano. At the, I, yeah. On the piano. See if there's one wrong note in That'd there. That'd be funny, yeah. And then listen, it, like, I hope they would compare be that, that to the actual one. Man. Well, that's that thing. You get the reference to, I, I'm thinking that's what they went for, is that that poem, the Ozymandias, that was, yeah, uh, those two poets were in like a competition, like it was back in the 18, yeah. 1900s or whatever. Yeah. And that was, I, I'm guessing that's the two poets. And he attributed it to the wrong one. Because the Ozymandias one, that's the one that, one, basically, that's the one everybody knows and remembers, and the yeah. other one was the other person that, yeah, good luck. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's that's deep. That's good shit. But uh, with... But that's we when... We see him confront him, and yep. then he's like... And then David's talking about, like, no, it, it, he gives his reasons. Mm-hmm. He starts saying, humanity is... You're like... He goes, you're like me. You and I are a new evolution, a new species. Right. Humanity is a dying, desperate breed mm-hmm. uh, who is de- who is grasping at straws to try and continue their lifespan. Right. And he was like, "Well, no, they're not." And David says, "Well, why do they create us? Like, why do they make us? Mm-hmm. We we exist, and we're better than them. We can do way more than them. How does that work? You know? 
And he's like, it's a natural evolution. And I believe that... I'm creating the next natural evolution. I'm creating the next perfect life form. Right. So we hear David actually say, yeah, I made the xenomorphs, basically. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is... Which is great for the series. Like, yeah. Like, you actually We're, have, like, a single point in time. We now. have a source now. Yep. We have a source of the xenomorphs. There is no it nebula. And a, and a reason. Right. For them specifically existing. Mm hmm. We don't have a reason for the goo existing yet. No. Well, I mean, we do and we don't. Not a specific we do one. We, we, have our, we have it our imaginations guess. and it is, guesses. It is yeah. a guess and some slight stuff that they've said. Oh, it's yeah. for a war. It's a terraforming whatever. tool. It's a this to that. Yeah. But someone, but then, and we can also guess, oh, someone just genetically modified that to, uh, created that just specifically to fight wars. Right. Uh, but David engineered this to be the perfect being. Right. And they've mentioned that in the other Alien movies before. It's a perfect life form, you know? Yeah, yeah. Multiple, multiple synthetics have seen it as a perfect life form. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think Paul Reiser's character too, right? Like, he's uh, from the corporation, and that was his whole motivation. Was that was... Resurrection? No. He was in Aliens. It's really Aliens. hard to remember oh. him, but yeah, he, he was there to get and collect the samples. Like, he was the one that was sent to do that. Okay. Him. Yeah, Bishop wasn't. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I know who you say it's hard to remember him. I know oh, yeah, what you're talking about. I'm just like, I, th I can't I remember his name. I didn't remember his The actor's name, his name is Paul Reiser, but That's I can't what remember I couldn't character. remember the actor's name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the character is, uh, is, uh, fuck. He's the one that gets killed behind the door because he, like, locks them in and then turns around and there's an alien right yep, there. Right. Yeah, because um, he tries to get. Ripley and Newt yeah, and he locks them in the, the face room. Hunger. Yeah, mm -hmm. that he yeah that he found in the tubes. Mm -hmm. um, but with uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so he starts saying it's perfect organism and everything, and Walter's like no, and by the and like he was saying yeah, I'm better than you in every way. Right. Um, uh, and he stab David just out of nowhere stabs him in the neck with the flute. Yeah, he starts talking like he's going to change his mind and stabs him in the neck, <laughs> which shuts and, him down uh, like immediately. Yeah, like drops and, him to the floor. And we also see that Walter has the ability to heal himself now. Right. Yeah. David leaves the room to go chase down everybody, and yeah, we see the hole in Walter's neck start to seal itself back up because he is better in every way. So yeah, and David finds Daniels in his little studio, his art yes. studio, and proceeds uh, to try to kill her. Yes, because and she calls him out and starts kissing her because that's he's, he's, yeah, that's right. Uh, because more of the creepy David loved, shit. The whole I love Shaw, like trying to be human, trying to be alive. Well, and now and he wants to see what that feeling is. Yeah, and now he wants to see what what um. Walter's had what's a to taste the grass on the other side of the fence <laughs> but uh he 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 is messed up yes deeply it, deeply he is deeply messed up uh and, and that a lot of that can be lack of maintenance over 10 years yeah well fuck even longer who knows the last time yeah he was officially serviced uh, yes. He's running on some old milk. Yeah, he is, uh... 
He is an old, old guy. Uh, but also, we see uh, they. Okay, so the some guys go to investigate the uh, eggs. Right, and they find and the captain. This is why I was saying there are four xenomorphs. Chevron. Oh, because that one guy gets the face yeah. hugger and he cuts him off. But yes. But what remember, happens to him? Remember the xenomorph? Because he's on. Actually, comes he get no he gets infected and it comes out on the ship. When? Because they crushed one of them. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she cl- crushes the one, the, 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 the one in the in the grabber claw. Yep, you're right. Four. Because there are there are two there's two xenomorphs and two protomorphs. Yep. Because that's I think my wife got me screwed up on that because she thought there was more protomorphs. Yeah, no, there were just two. Yeah, two protomorphs, but, two xenomorphs. That's it. Some other some of the other it. guys in the crew find uh, the eggs and find the dead body of the captain. Yep. And uh, it's the and they don't. We don't see the egg open, but we see two open eggs. Right. When they walk in there. <laughs> yep. Which is great, because uh-huh. I saw it, and I was like, oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> and then it just... It's in there. it happens. Yep. Because I was like, wait, did I miss something? Wait, no. No, it's all, it's just walking around somewhere. <laughs> That's the worst. That is yeah. that is so much worse than the eggs, is an open egg with no yeah. face hugger in it. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's around it's, here it somewhere. Was, <laughs> it was crazy, and then uh, one of them gets on, and we we saw something we never have never seen before. What's that? The face hugger's taken off, right? Like, because that is, that didn't it work in Alien. Super quick. Yeah, it it goes right uh, to business. So I think it was because it was like a brand new one. It didn't really well. Like it wrapped around his neck. It's the perfect like, ones too. This is this is David's pride and joy. Like, I guess it impregnated extremely quickly, mm-hmm. and he just, like, cut the tail off, and it burned his face. Right. And so Which, now a guy, we, this guy's got acid on his face the whole time. Yes. And, Which has uh, to suck. Yeah. It's got to be terrible, because <laughs> it keeps on burning. Right. Throughout, like, the whole thing. Yep. And uh, so it seems like he got away, mm-hmm. because we've never seen an alien impregnate that quick. Right. Uh, and we're like, okay, and so we completely. But I, I, about I it. knew he was like, yeah, there's, yeah, because you see its yeah. little dangus like retracting after they pull it off. Yeah. So. So we, but it, so you, but you kind of forget about it by the end. Yeah. And uh, well, I mean, I did, I, yeah, because I, yeah. it didn't even click that it was the second one because you never see that scene. You never see yeah. the chest exactly. burst from that and that's guy. That's great, mm-hmm. and that's one of the great parts. It's like you, uh, you forget about it. So then, uh, one of the guy, the guy that pulled the xenomorph or the face hugger off of the other guy, gets got got by the alien. Mm-hmm. The xenomorph just fucks that guy up. Yeah. Uh, and then, so now we're on a we're running to the drop ship that's now the cargo uh, lift. Yeah, the cargo <laughs> lift that's now coming to grab get us. Danny uh, McBride flying it. Because and it's Daniels it's a neat one because it's just night. it's just a big flat platform with a little cab on it like good and good a design <laughs> and a crane yeah but it's yeah, like it's perfect for like exactly what it is yeah uh so and they're coming down here because Daniels after this has been like trying to communicate with them throughout the storm right uh and, and now she's it's broken like, trying up to, finally and now we know that she knows the captain's dead and she's uh but she was able to escape from David right. Uh, because Walter came to help her. Yep. 
And uh, so everyone's going haywire. Right Everybody's now. running Just out. Fucking... Walter and David are in a fist fight. Walter and David are in a fucking fist fight. Uh, uh, Which becomes Walter's a knife ready... fight, too. He's ready to kick some fastbender. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I made that joke in the theater and I was so proud of myself. Oh, Jesus. It's time to kick some fast. Oh my um, God. But, uh, they're fighting and then you get a little, like, Walter's about to beat David. Mm-hmm. David hasn't, it, like, he is Walter's got the upper, better upper hand. Way. Yep. Uh, then David starts talking to him and doing some philosophical fucking psych bullshit. Is that when he kisses him? An, and you see, yes, he kisses Ugh. him. And I was like, so much really got a boner for Michael Fassbender. <laughs> right. And I, and I was like, you know what I've never and, seen and in a as movie. I, as I, as I say that I look down. No, oh, God. <laughs> some, some tray has a boner for Fassbender. <laughs> God, <laughs> nah. Michael Fassbender's great, uh, I, but yeah, he kisses himself. Yep. Uh, to dis- I think that was just a distraction to grab the knife. Yeah. Uh, because afterward we see uh, a a synthetic walkout mm-hmm. uh, cut up and wearing the clothing that Walter was wearing, which we find out later yeah. is David. And it, that was another one of those like transparent things. It's like, yeah, of course it's him. Like. Fucking duh. Uh, of course it's him because he doesn't heal. Right. And it's it's stupid that nobody notices that. That's another one of those uh, dumb moments. Because yeah. well, he literally. I don't think he, it's. I don't think it's stupid. Well, they might not. They may not know that. Because yeah, because they, they may it. have never seen that android hurt. Yeah. That's you know. True. Um and there and also it looks like a human. Yeah. One thing about David that I've noticed was his blood wasn't white anymore. Yeah, it was. He had red cuts. Did he? Yes. I was trying to think. Uh, David had yeah. red cuts on his face. I, I remember seeing Walter. He had the milk running out of his nose after he yeah. took it in the neck, I think. Okay, yeah. I didn't, it yeah, was, I didn't it pay was enough weird. attention. It was probably just an inconsistency. Yeah. But, uh, but you may be onto something there that, I mean, he is, he's become more human. Maybe he's running off of Shaw's blood, like the sick, twisted shit that he's, he's been just up to. Running, maybe he was just running dry on his own blood. Well, and yeah, I mean, his milk has gone sour over the years and never yeah. had a change and his filters are probably jacked up. <laughs> Who knows? But, uh, a million different things could be going on. But, but yeah. Either, either way, he is, we see that, we find out that that is David, but he's pretending to be Walter yep. to get on the ship. Yep. So they all get on the ship, and the, and the xenomorph that was uh, running after them because they were trying to escape the temple hitches a ride. Everyone's inside, and they think they're okay, but then that thing jumps Dan, on, and Danny you get this sees cool, it on the, the camera. Oh, yeah, and you get the whole, like, banging, ter- chilling thing where it's banging its head on the windshield. Oh, that was awesome. Well, that's that is, so that's... Good. That's one of, like, I, I put that on my notes somewhere, that that is now the best single frame of an Alien movie now. Like, where's my, my list here? Of it, like, on the windshield looking into him? That that face, that sick yeah. fucking grin where it's all spread out, spider-like. Like, that's yeah. it. Like, that's the new yeah, number great. one image. Because there's... Like I remember, there's the, there's just the the one with the alien drooling, like pointing its mouth at, at out, like its inner mouth. Yeah, the and, one. Yeah, where, from where Alien like, Three. It's like grinning with the silver teeth. But it's it's the one from Alien Three where it's right next to Ripley's face, 
that's an yeah. iconic image, but yeah. also the but when it's not hurting her, when it's just right. looking at her. Yeah, and then but the... there's also the, there's also the one where it's looking at, straight at the camera from Alien, and it's like t- lips are going up, and then it oh yeah, the it, lips and then curl. It opens its then it opens its mouth and, and shoots the, the fit yeah the inner mouth. The yep. Yeah. But then also the the space jockey, like the first time you ever saw that, like those yeah. those are the iconic iconic images. But this one. Oh boy, <laughs> this it's is this so is well it. composed and the colors great. Right, and it's just chilling and just and it's great. It feels like it's in motion even though it's sitting still, like that type of thing. Yeah. Like, and yeah, it's yeah. just oh, gives you chills. But yeah, good shit. That's it is. It's going crazy on the ship. It's bashing its head into the windshield, and, and then Daniels, Daniels goes, goes out. I'm gonna be fucking badass. Yeah, this real is quick. this is her Rambo moment. This is when it turns into Alien. Alien or aliens? Both. Really, both. really, it's it combines the things that they did in both movies. Gotcha. Uh, like with the hallway stuff and all that. Which and that's that's something Ripley that, fighting. Well, and I, I mean, we'll burn through it real quick on the the cargo lift. That's where she hooks herself on with like a lanyard, and then the aliens run all over the place, and she's trying to shoot it, grabs it with the the crane. Yeah. And then eventually smashes kills it. it the coo- she kills it in the coolest way, and right. it's been killed in these movies. Yeah, and then er- <laughs> yeah. everything seems good. Like we're all we're all safe now. But like you said, you've got David in disguise, and you've got a chestburster, fucking brooding inside the the other guy. And we head back up to the colony ship. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So this is where uh, this is the final turn of shit hitting the fan. Uh, this is the fan is starting to spark and catch on fire because <laughs> shit has got all inside oh, those yes. circuits. Right. And um, so uh, smoke is blowing everywhere uh, as the characters find out that it, they, they go to bed and they're woken up by an alarm uh, saying, there's hey, an additional there's an life form. There's an unidentified life. Form That's on right. The ship. Yep. I forgot about that. And they walk in they, the med bay. Yeah, and they go into the med bay where the guy was laying that had acid on his face, mm-hmm. and he's fucking dead. Yeah. And the windows broke out. Yeah. And and they there's and and they ask, hey Walter, where's the where's the unidentified life form? And he doesn't answer. Uh huh. He he definitely waffles and takes his time. And then and uh then he finally tells them he's like, oh wait, yeah, I'm Walter. Oh, oh, then, oh, me, yeah. <laughs> um, and then this is uh, this is Walter. <laughs> they start doing the whole thing where they're like chasing down the alien, trying to get to the uh, get to it before it gets to the other passengers. The last two passengers, crew, uh, aside, yeah, two crew. Sorry, uh, and they're they're having a sexy shower. They, they're too late because they are husband and wife, so it's fine. Yeah. But they're having a sexy shower because they're trying to relax after all the shit that went down. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we get the, the tail up the bum. Get, yeah, we get the, <laughs> the, ta- the rape tail again. The, it actually goes up there. Yeah, because she's like, it hey, act- she's what like, the fuck? Hey, oh. I'm not yeah. down with that. I know we're married, but hey. <laughs> no, I think she was just like, oh, I didn't sign up for double. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is in here? Damn it, yeah. damn it, Tennessee. <laughs> uh, that, that was like a... Like, kind of the ones that makes me say this is Resident Evil more than Alien is there was no horror to that for me. It's like you knew well, exactly what was we happening. Saw it. We yeah. saw it. It was it was so just kind of run of the mill. And it's like, we no, need to get you, these guys you out of here. We also saw it in the trailer. 
Um, you knew both were going to die because it was in the trailer. Yeah, true. I remember that scene. Yeah, if it wasn't get the in the trailer, sprayed on her. if it wasn't in the tra- trailer, you could have maybe thought she would have got away. Yeah. I feel like they fucking blurred out her boobs in that one, too. It's like uh, a weird, like, convenient steam type yeah, of thing. Yeah, they did. And then there's, like, the final profile where it's like, oh, yeah, no, she is naked because this was a shower. It's like, because when, yeah. it, when it first goes to it, it's like, oh, wow, this is, like, totally back to the 80s. Like, we're going to see some boobs and then blood. And it's like, wow, I'm watching a, a Jason movie or something. <laughs> but then it didn't happen. I was like, oh, that's, I guess that's tasteful. That's different. <laughs> Fucking funny. But uh, with... So kills those other two members now. It's yep. just and now they're, the they're now it's just Tennessee and Daniels, so and they're like they're, they're okay, doing the corridor game, everything. But except they did it smarter this way. Yes, it's it's. They said close everything behind us and only keep the ones open going to this one area to the over to here. the dock. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there was a scene missing there from the trailer. Like the alien is, running down the... Is. I was going to... I can't believe you noticed that because yeah, I was going to bring it up too. Totally. Like, I, nobody else I've talked to has noticed it. Fuck. But where it's like running towards the camera yeah, and, and jumping, jumping on the side of the walls. Right. And it's just gone. Like not in there yeah, at all. Like why it's would like you... red lights flashing. Yeah. Why would you cut that two seconds of film? Like that was a great and that shot. Is, and that is... Yeah. Ugh, weird. I don't know. Maybe... Nope. Well, I can't... This is another one that... Hopefully we get a shitload of content on the Blu-ray because there's a ton of stuff missing, just like Prometheus. (laughs) But there's not as much as Prometheus. I I feel like there might be more, like more little in-betweens and like the prologue stuff. I don't think because we are going to get a third movie. I don't think there's as much missing. Gotcha. They're saving it for later. When Prometheus 1 came out, we didn't know it was going to be a trilogy. Yeah, no. So. so from there, I mean, we we they're in the they're in the cargo bay, the where they have all the big tractors and equipment and shit, and they pop the airlock. The idea is just suck the bastard out. They throw a a big truck at it, a big dump truck, and it's not stupid. So it runs along the top and yeah. does like a diving jump back into the ship, which was great. Like it's like ah, oh, yeah. god damn it. Like, yeah, it's like, hey, I'm not a fucking idiot. Yeah. I do want to hit on something beforehand. Okay. Before it goes into the, uh, before it goes into that airlock mm-hmm. area, it looks at the camera. It looks at David. Oh, right. Who's watching it on the camera. Yeah. And it's, and it's They do have like a knows. face-to-face. We've seen this before in uh, Alien Resurrection, but it was, that's a shitty movie and it's not canon anymore, but the aliens can see through cameras somehow like they can just follow it that's true how could you see well was it a monitor and a camera i think it was it was a camera slash monitor monitor. yeah okay but because it 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 did it saw it it saw david destroys it and it saw david Mm -hmm. i think that was a symbol of it not even a symbol i think that was the alien saying i don't i don't trust you anymore you don't don't control me anymore yeah right true it knows he was david who david was but david it's like you're not the boss and david thinks about it and it's like okay well i don't need this guy yeah fine kiss my ass then yeah yeah he's like sure go out the airlock right you you like bite the hand that feeds well here you go yeah you're getting chained to the fucking tree in the backyard but he obviously didn't learn his lesson no because well he Uh, wants to keep trying he's got two thousand more chances now yeah (laughs) Uh, 3,000 because there's embryos. Yeah, right. Um, So then, yeah, they, they 
would fighting with it, blowing it out the airlock. I love that another little switcheroo, like a little twist, like like the alien jumping back on. Yeah, the one thing. But when you think Daniels is just gonna like, like, what is it? Sacrifice herself and let the truck hit her to take the alien yeah, with her. She jumps and she jumps at that, that last second. It's like, oh. Also, you think? <laughs> also, you think? Oh, she. Oh like, no, no way! I had no thought that she like jumped out of the ship. No, and was no, gone. But she thought she was dead. Yeah, kind of, huh? Because she didn't she really like consider crying. what she was gonna do. Yeah, she's like, oh my god, I. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not dead right now. Yeah. <laughs> that was a stupid idea. <laughs> yep. But that that was great. That was a nice nice scene, a great way to wrap it up, especially like kind of throwing back different scenes. I mean, the airlock from Aliens, the one-on-one battle airlock from Alien. The airlock from Alien. No shit. Yeah, I just thought of that the, too. The, the, we've seen three people, three aliens oh, get blown out of airlocks. And when he burnt the xenomorph on the the cargo lift, like it crawled through the engine and McBride yeah. like pointed it at it and blasted yep. it. And it's just like, I'm yep. on fire. And it's like, again, Resident Evil. It's like the flaming dog. It's like, it doesn't seem well, to it, mind. It, well, no, it, <laughs> but it also does. They also did that in the first Alien movie, remember? Yeah. It, it, she, got, it was caught when it was blowing out the airlock. Yeah, she burned. gets it in the engine and burns yeah. it off. Yeah. But that was great. It's like those little throwbacks. It's like, ah, this is, this is in universe. And I love it. Little in jokes. Yeah. But after that, everybody goes to bed. And well, everybody, both of them, <laughs> Tennessee and Tennessee and Daniels, they, they go to they go to the pods. Yep, they go uh, back to the pods that they, they didn't want to go to. Walter's, yeah, Walter's gonna let them in. Yeah, uh, quote unquote and Walter. In, and we see him close the lid on there, and Daniels brings up this uh, Chekhov's gun that they discussed twice before in the movie mm-hmm, with Walter. And that was his cabin. Once with Walter, once with Tennessee, and that was this cabin that oh. they were going to build on the planet. Yep, next to the uh, lake. Um, and... Yeah, next to the lake. And she says, when we land there, will you promise to build me this, help me build this cabin? Because her husband is dead now, the one that she had made the promise with. Yep. And uh, he looks at her, not Kinda knowing like, what huh? she's saying. He Just says, Cab- like, cabin? She's like, the, the cabin, cabin by the lake that we talked about. And, he's and like, she realizes it's David. Yeah, she, and he he's like, starts, oh yeah, he drops the his cabin. fake accent. He drops his fake accent, mm-hmm. and then he starts walking, grabs, it goes to the, uh, goes to the cryo you know, storage for all the all the, yeah, the colonists, the, uh, civilians, colonists. Yeah, the sword, and uh, opens up the embryos that we'd seen before. Mm-hmm. And this is where and he barfs up his, his he's baby playing, face huggers. He's playing the gods entering Valhalla. Oh and right, yep. Play, and he, that, that's the callback. That's the and last. He, that's the last stupid thing too, was when Daniels gets locked in the pod. Uh, can she not communicate with mother anymore in that two seconds she had? Uh, mother I cancel the cryo think, process. Like <laughs> that was dumb. Because uh, she well, did, she's could, like screaming I mean, at him, like they could have told David, I mean, "What are you it, doing? No, no, no!" And then she's like, <gasps> and then out. I think at some point you can't cancel something when it's already started like that. Probably, but we've, se- we've seen it. It was tough enough to get the cryopods open when the ship was oh, going yeah. weird. Yeah, when Franco but, gets marshmallowed. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the but, uh, the gods in the Valhalla. He's he, he's regurgitating the embryos. Mm-hmm. 
Which I do have an idea about that. Okay. So those are tiny little embryos. Right. Tiny little face huggers. Yep. So those are going, he is going to have to find a way to incubate those. Which they've, they've got incubators for the, the, the human embryos. Yeah. So maybe it's yeah. similar enough. Maybe enough. Or it's uh, something he could I, adapt. I assumed the way he I, I assumed the way he incubated the other ones was using the skin of uh, the skin and organs of uh, Oh Shaw. That's why she was dissected and missing a bunch of stuff. Right. Um. Then that's why the eggs look like human skin, leathery human skin. Mm-hmm. Um. But I just hmm. He's gonna have to incubate them, and. Somehow he's going to have to get access to another engineer ship and put eggs all over it. <laughs> right. Well, that's okay. So now we're into and... theory, theory territory. <laughs> yes. I've got my quick and dirty easy one is Walter is still alive and he grabs a ship off the planet and follows them. And there's still like another showdown coming. Because there was not enough time for David to disassemble, disrobe, and destroy enough a, a, an android that can repair itself. And yeah, even I just, then, I don't think there was even enough time to change clothes. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> and and from the previous time where he stabbed him in the neck, like if he can disable him for at least five minutes, they're off the planet. Yeah. So Walter's still there alone, but as we have seen with Walter, he's still in prime condition potentially. So, yeah. again, yeah, he grabs a ship, they have the showdown, which well, eventually he, he leads to... the ship works. Yes. But, yeah, the ship the ship that's crashed could still work. Because, I mean, the, the little control panel came up. He doesn't need oxygen. No. So even with the, the hole was, open to the bottom... He was, maybe he was trying to get those eggs away. What do you mean? Maybe he was trying to crash them on LV-426. To keep them away from humanity. Oh, yeah. Here's here's a, a nice distant... Ooh, good job, Trey. Because I'm thinking one of two things. Like, David gets the upper hand in the end and ends up with the Dreadnought still and uses it to create, like, this incubation chamber, all these eggs and shit. Why would he just plant it on LV-426? But like you're saying, I, I don't know. Still get to that Walter point, yet somehow Walter, Walter crashes it still? Like, yeah. Yeah. Walter somehow takes control of the ship and crashes it. But he'd have to still, still be hanging around. Like, <laughs> that's that's a stretch. But yeah, I mean, uh, remains well, to be seen. I mean, but I, I, mean, I don't think that colony ship's going to end up well. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think it's got a, a bright future still. I don't either because <laughs> uh, we've seen 2,000 eggs. Yeah. And he has because seven years till he gets to the planet. They say, didn't they say in the first movie there's like over a few, there's like a couple thousand of them? I don't know. I don't know if they ever counted them. Like I know he probably said uh, like at least hundreds. And you yeah. see a shit ton, but they're just in that yeah. one little bay area. That's so, all we've uh, seen. Right. So there could be tons but, more. The whole ship could be full of them. It's only as far uh, as they got. But, but David got what he wanted. David won. Yeah, David won. And... That's one of the, the sad things about this is that now, like, if you go back and watch Prometheus, it's like he's he's so tainted now. He's such a complete psycho. Like, it's all yeah, well, sad. Well, in Prometheus, I do not think he was psychotic. 
That's what I'm saying. I he think went he over the in years. The, yeah, in the preceding 10 years. Yeah, I think again, he did who some knows? questionable things yeah. because of the way he was programmed. Mm-hmm. But I think he actually went psychotic in the coming years. Well, Andy had his head when, ripped off. So, yeah, I mean, yeah like there's, there's some trauma there. <laughs> yeah, but I think... Because he didn't know about, like, the perfect organisms or whatever until he had landed on that planet. Right. And actually experimented with things. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of, like, bad stuff overall, the music. Like, how immemorable is this one compared to Prometheus? Like, there's nothing, uh, like, and there's... There's, there's, the, there's the final battle. Well, David's theme of... comes out as david's theme like he wrote it and played it on his little flute yeah <laughs> that David's was theme kind of funny so good yeah it's so good but it's like you don't have that with this movie no, then the the fucking don't. the but like i hear that song and i'm just like mm-hmm. oh i love that song well that's that's why we watched that movie still so much that's like the movie my wife goes to bed with like it's it's that that film for us but now yeah. like this one this will never be like this is going to be a great one to own and watch like a couple more times, but yeah, it's you can. Lo- I love Prometheus from the depths of my heart. Right, exactly. Me too. I love it, but the, I still think this movie is great. Yeah, this I is still a great personally movie. Gave it a nine out of ten. Yeah, exactly. This is this. I felt like this was a perfect movie for everything it set out to achieve. Like it, it checks all of the boxes, and it's the gaffes and little stuff here and there. Like they don't destroy it in any way it's just the goofy stuff that happens in movies like little oversights or little conventions and things that you know just they 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 come to be and uh there's this sort of there is this thing going on in alien covenant where it's like i this is the first alien movie i've seen in theaters oh what it is. You didn't see Prometheus in theater? See, I did not see Prometheus in theaters. Wow. That uh, sucks. I, did, I didn't have a car and nobody was taking me to go see it. Gotcha. Uh, when that came out. Well, you weren't even old enough, so. Exactly. <laughs> you were exactly. like 15. <laughs> <laughs> I was, it was 2012. Yeah, so I was like 15, 16. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I had this, I don't know if it's, if it like changes my bias, honestly, I would ha- I, I, I can't tell. In what way? Uh, like that you're this is more your favorite movie. That this is uh, I don't know if it makes me biased liking it more. Oh. Um. Well, again, like as as a standalone I don't like film, it more than any. It, it's not like a. It's not. I'm not saying I like it more than Prometheus or whatever. I'm saying I like it a lot, and I don't know if that's part. I oh, I just didn't know that was partly because I. I'm no, sure. I didn't know if it was because I had not seen it in theaters. Oh, before, I get and this you. This is my first time seeing it. You know, the, if you had only seen this on Blu-ray, would it have such an effect, like type of thing? Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, that's hard to say. I mean, it it could be, but I mean, like think of the impact that Prometheus had being from yeah. that. Like it's it's still exactly it's still there. But yeah, that's that's a good point. I mean, especially uh, just just think of like the theater experience in terms of theater experiences. Like, mm-hmm. did you watch it? in shitty old chairs or nice recliner chairs or with a beer. Like there's, there's a whole no, I other just thing. It in a normal. I just watched it in a normal theater. Right. Not IMAX, nothing. Just sat in a theater, had some popcorn, had a soda. And it was, it was great. 
So, I mean, God, just, just imagine if you were in one of those D boxes or like IMAX. Oh, Ooh, <laughs> yeah, it was Melt playing an IMAX. It was playing an IMAX, but it had started an hour before we got to the theater. So. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad that we we live in an age where IMAX. Yeah, you can go, but it's like twenty bucks a ticket. You can catch a matinee I mean, for it's this. It's like nine bucks a pick. It's a nine bucks ticket for me on uh, after from four thirty to five. Well, you you have employee discount shit, right? No. Oh no. I don't work at the theater. I thought you did. You have all no. these like inroads, or is it just because you complain every time you go there? No, because <laughs> you get assaulted or fucking mistreated by employees. <laughs> nope, it's just I know people that work there, but either okay. way, it's not discounts. It's oh, just that's their at price. Our theater, at it's like our happy hour from four from four to five thirty every day. Uh, it is five fifty for a normal ticket, nine dollars for an IMAX ticket. Well, I guess that's just like the worst time for a theater. That's when people are getting off of work and commuting and shit. Yep, exactly. Cool. Yeah, no, we, that's when I go. We always go at like eleven or twelve, whatever the first showings are, and we get like this. This theater is actually more expensive than what we're used to. It was ten bucks a ticket, but it was like IMAX minus. Like it, it wasn't like the full IMAX, but it was they're like high definition projectors yeah. their Our, high audio like recliners and shit big d <laughs> yeah it's you mean the spaceship d and it, it's called big d and it's three letter d's like overlaid on top of each other dumb yeah ours was big like d xd d. or something big triple yeah. d but i mean yeah, yeah it was d. it was a great experience i'm glad theaters have come to this point but it's like the one we used to go to in our old hometown like we would go to the next town over to go to theirs. They had the big recliners and everything. And that was like nine bucks a ticket. Now we go to a small theater tied to a bar restaurant. And those tickets are only like seven bucks, but you could get like full plate lunches and dinners and beer and yeah, shit you too. Can get those, you can get those here. Right. So, I mean, there's, there's a whole spectrum of theater experiences now. So, but with, uh, I, I had a pretty good experience with this oh, yeah. movie there. Um, I would, I do have another thing uh, about theories in Prometheus. Okay. Yeah. So. I, I, we Walt, fucked up by okay. not going back to our Prometheus thing and seeing how our theories played out too, though. Like, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. It's theories in Prometheus. So. Shaw is dead. Right. We don't know how and when, unless I, I got to watch that prologue thing to see. Because I we remember do, seeing a clip of... We know it was after she landed. Because I know David put her in that cryo thing. Like the engineer cryo bay. She, I've seen she, film of that. That, was in, that, is in the, that is in the prologue. Okay. He fix, she fixes him. And then he fixes that he puts thing. Her, and puts it, her then he, he puts her in the cryo bay. And he drops the stuff oh. on the city before she wakes up. Okay. Right when they show up. Ooh, so he probably lied to her when he woke her up and said, yeah, everybody was dead. He it's said super it was weird. an accident. <laughs> no, he told, he said it was an accident as oh, well. Oh, God. Uh, when he took her down there is when he killed her while she was there. Hmm. Do they show that in the prologue? No. Hmm. They only show up to, they show up to the point where he drops the stuff on the people. Okay. So there's still mystery to it of how that played out. I don't know if we'll ever see it though. That sucks. Uh, he, well, I was going to say. Well, that's, that's a big question mark for me too. Just like Franco, like what, what happened with her? Like what happened with Numi that she didn't want to be a part of this or was written out of it? Like 
It, uh, it doesn't feel like it was a choice. I mean, she does new scenes. Just for the, the prologue. prologue. Yeah. Yeah. But she not, does new scenes for this. Why not in the main film? It's weird. She 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 speaks and sings in this one. Does she? She took a couple of pictures. But that's like in the, the She's credited. The mannequin. She's credited for the movie. Oh. Yeah, that's fucking weird. That I saw okay. I saw her name on IMDb before the movie came out. Right. So that that was that was so part like, of our theory thing back when we yeah. did our, our last podcast about it. It's like Exactly. Yeah, there's there's something going on. Hopefully because I remember thinking like she's gonna be there in a cryo bay was my hope. And that David's just been well, kind of like well, tending and everything. We saw we saw her stuff laying around inside the ship. Yeah. So she was awake by the time they had landed. True. Yeah, that's that's. Or, or by the time but she was awake after they landed, I mean. But again, like actor wise, like why are they not in this movie? It's weird. <laughs> it is weird. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think it was because because she isn't doing anything else that I've seen. So I don't. I'm I not... don't think her character motivations would have led her anywhere in the movie. And but I it think was it, so it works, strong it at power- the end. I think it, but I think it makes it more powerful. It's because a, I, he doesn't give a shit. It's a more powerful waste of a character and a plot line and a, and a story. I'm, I'm just saying, I think it's more powerful that he took her out. Yeah. It is kind of a waste, but it's like... I would have loved to done. see it, like, happen in this movie. Like, if... I would like to see it... If he killed her. If, if, yeah, if, if he had done this stuff her. and maybe accidentally killed her but didn't care, like, I could have accepted that. But it's or if he had done the stuff and did care and didn't care and killed her on purpose as a part of this. Just, yeah, you just see that. But again, like or you just you see, ooh, like, you see at the beginning. Oh, my God. Her Trey. and David rescue her and David rescue them. And then later on, you see like halfway through out of nowhere, a scene comes in where he's dissecting her. Well, no, I was going to say, like, if. Again, it's it's more of like the accidental thing. Like he's he's got the eggs. He's been doing it in secret. She doesn't know somehow, and then finds out and actually gets accidentally. Yeah, yeah. The crew comes. They all kind of find out together that this is what's been going on, and she's just shocked to death. Gets a face hugger, and then go through the whole chestburster thing. David kisses her dead body, and says, "Thank you for your contribution." <laughs> like, mm, oh, I'm good. But, it, but I mean, I don't know. But I think it explains it more, uh, it better than that, that because she's dead. I, it doesn't. It doesn't explain shit, and it really pisses me off. So I'm I'm mad, <laughs> but also confused. Like I, I hope I hope but someday. I'm mad and confused. Yes. I'm angry and I don't know what to do. I I am a millennial right now. I feel it. Like <laughs> I just want to go spending, protest. Stop spending so much money on fucking avocado toast. <laughs> Jesus, tell me about it. Uh but I do. I want to. Hopefully, like, it comes out someday as to why these people, like, fell out of the movie. Like, something, I feel like something happened somewhere. But anyway, um, beyond that. Anyway, beyond that, our Prometheus theories before were that uh, she was going to, my theory at least, was that they were going to get to the planet and they were going to uh, find out, they were going to, what was it, get to the planet and somehow... Uh, everyone there was already going to be dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that changed. However, where only I guess only everyone from David's perspective, her. yeah, yeah, everyone was dead to her. But to David, they were fine, right. and he killed them. Damn it! Um, 
I also uh, believed that they were going to that they were going to get there, and uh, either they were going to get there or they were going to go to a different planet, mm-hmm. which we would find out later is LV four two six. Right. And some, but then I was like, I don't know where the eggs come from though. Yeah. Again. Like on my theory, I was like, uh, well, I and yeah, know. I mean, now, like, depending on how things shake out, if David does, like you said, use the the skin and organs to make the eggs, well, he's got two thousand eggs potentially, plus embryos. Yeah. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. But also, we need to know where a queen comes from. I don't know if Scott will go with that. Potentially, he could. That's why people have been arguing about the canon of aliens. Yeah. Potentially, those embryonic face huggers. Could make queens. Yeah. We don't know. He could just be like, okay, I don't have time to engineer to like make all of these eggs. So I need to figure so out a maybe way to I mass could use a lot. Maybe I could use a lot of these people and genetic engineer a specific face hugger that will make a queen. Yeah. I like it. Could be. But then we have to be like, it didn't, that that egg has to just be, like, one out of a million. Like, it just has to be, like, a random egg on the ship on LV-426. Mm-hmm. Because... Or, I mean, like, it there's... Was, the queen just comes out of nowhere on LV-426. But with, like, ants. Like, I feel like any egg can be turned into a queen somehow. Yeah. But, I don't know. It, it's it's something. I'm sure like, there's some like, kind of biological... Are you, say, are you talking about, like, frogs or whatever? Like, they can change their sex if they no, ever need to? like a colony of ants. Like, there's always one queen. But if the <clears> queen <throat> dies, that's not necessarily the end of the colony. They can establish a new queen. But I'm wondering if there's, like, specifically queen but eggs? The, or there, there, Well, we know there are because... Uh, so what do they do with the Ripley, ones... Ripley was giving birth with the... Ripley was impregnated with the queen, remember? Yeah, from the facehugger. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's it, Maybe it's something that just triggers with the, the facehuggers. Like, if there is no queen, it produces one. Once, once David's designed that into it, because right now there may yeah. not be any queen in the equation at all. Until David, yeah, or else we would have already, or else that one would have been a queen, right? So yeah, until David develops that stage of it, and even then, there might be a trigger that if well, that's there one of the isn't things one, that, that's one of the reasons I was wondering how long it was until from here to the queen, right? And there is thirty plus years, or no, 90. 90 years. We said yeah. So yeah, Whew. so man, exciting enough time to evolve, right? Because these things evolve quick. Oh boy, as we've seen with like each time it infects a different thing it becomes a different type of alien right well to to kind of wrap it up then like we said as a movie both of us agree this is a great film near perfect like just with the typical filmic flaws um as a prometheus follow-up it's great it's not disappointing overall it's got its little ifs and buts but overall great follow-up very well received for us but but as far as okay as far as that goes, I think we are the uh, experts on these subjects. You're and damn right. Nobody else can disagree with nope. us. Nope. Uh, and if you disagree, we, you're an idiot and you have any, no if taste. If you have questions about Covenant, don't talk to Ridley Scott. Talk to us. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we will answer every question, and uh, we will talk to we will talk to Ridley later about uh, what we want, what 
that he's going to have to do for the next movie. Yeah, I'm going to... We'll let him know what he's going to do. I'll text him, and then we'll talk on Discord. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I'll get him... Well, I'll probably chat him up while we're playing, like, Overwatch later, and... There uh, you go. Huge, uh, huge Overwatch fan. I mean... Oh, yeah, he he mains Reinhardt. He's, uh... He's he's unstoppable. It's crazy. we're going to... I'll I'll chat him up and say, hey, this is what you're going to have to do to make our, uh... Our theory is correct. Yeah, because he listened podcast. to us with this one. That's yeah, son of he a listened. Bitch. To, yeah, he listened that's... to us with Prometheus. He didn't even credit me. Oh, Damn. That's the first conversation. Hey, you son of a bitch. We <laughs> talked about this. Oh, good shit. <laughs> Where's my money, Ridley? Right? Oh. Well, in any way, thanks for stopping by, Trey. Um, I guess we'll do it again within the next two years when the next yeah, movie d- comes out. <laughs> at, at some point, at yeah. some point, we'll actually talk about Prometheus for once. Oh my god, <laughs> the running joke that finally died, man. What are you talking about? We haven't talked about it yet. That that podcast doesn't exist yet. You're funny. <laughs> this I'm not gonna yes and. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's it's too much of a stretch for me, goddammit. At this point, it's hot, it's been a couple hours, and oh my god, I've got chores. Yeah, I'm burning up right now. Awesome. Well, again, thanks, and to everybody out there, keep in touch. Uh, We'll be back. (laughs) Say bye, Trey. There you go.